Laura. Alright, are you ready for this, Victoria? I suppose. You don't seem very ready for this. Or enthused. Only because I'm, like, super stuffed up. Gross. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're sick. But we got we got a show to do. Yep. Always. <laughs> Cue the intro Always music. Sick. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, let's do this. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And today we're talking about Minute 101. We've done this. Victoria, we are in the triple digits, like for sure now. In in it. In it. We are in it. Episode in it. 101 starts with Harry asking Hagrid what the, the thing on the table is. And it ends with Hagrid saying hello to Norbert. Yes. This might be one of my favorite minutes we've talked about in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe. Aww. He's Maybe. such a cute little baby dragon. Aw, I love Norbert. Um, Hagrid, uh, Hagrid puts the egg on the table and everyone gathers around. And Harry asks, like, what is that? And, and Ron, he sort of stammers. Uh, that, it's, uh... Ron's like, I know what that is. And I love how, like, proud of himself he looks, but then he won't tell us what it is. He doesn't say. Yeah, he doesn't say it out loud for, like, the, like, for Harry or Hermione. No, and so both of them are still just like, uh. Like, well, what you, well what I'm you, sure that, I'm sure that, I'm sure that Hermione knows it's an egg. Yeah. And Harry can probably guess it's an egg. But then that's he seems the only less kind sure. of egg. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely, it's like rattling. Um. We talked a little bit about the sound of it rattling inside of the uh, the cauldron that it was hanging in last week with Crystal Beth, which was fun. It was lots of fun. Yeah. Uh, so so Ron knows what it is, and he asks Hagrid, like, "Where did you get it?" And Hagrid tells him, "I want it off a stranger I met down at the pub." I want it. <laughs> you want it? I think it's funny. Uh, I thought he was wasn't he like giving it in exchange for. Something? Or did he win it? How did he win it? Maybe in a card game? I think we'll actually talk about that later. I think I think we find out um about how he acquired the egg later on when Harry comes back to confront him. And is okay. like, tell me about the stranger. Yeah. Like, he's like, I didn't see his face. Yeah. He hit his hood up or something. Harry, of course, jumps to the conclusion that it's Snape. Of course. Of course. Down at the pub. What pub? It's gotta yeah. be going to Hogsmeade, right? Three broomsticks? Right? Yeah. It's gotta be. Or Hogshead. Or Hogshead. I think he's a three broomsticks man. Because Raz- Madame Rose Murda. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think okay. that that's why Hagrid... I think that's where Hagrid would go. Alright. Does any? Do you think that he knows... Do, does anyone... 
in the castle know that Aberforth is in Hogsmeade. Oh. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> uh, so he's down at the three broomsticks. He's having a drink. Guy gives him an egg. Yeah. Uh, Hagrid says that uh, he seemed rather glad to be rid of it, actually. As a matter of fact, actually, is what he says. Um, do you think... Uh, he seemed quite glad quite glad to be rid of it. I think he does exchange the egg with for information on Fluffy. So he's glad to be rid of it because he got the information he wanted out of Hagrid. Hagrid's got a big mouth. That's what we learn in this movie. Yeah. Over and over again, Hagrid has a big mouth. Um, I feel like that happens less and less as the books go on. You think so? I don't know that he gets many more, like, I shouldn't have said that moments. <laughs> he just opens his big mouth. He can't help it. So, we see the egg rattling on the table. And we get these great, like, reaction shots of all three of the kids. And then, and then the egg, like, bursts open. Uh. Yeah, like, explodes. It like, does. It, like, explodes outwards. It almost looks like, 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 pressure was building inside of it. And it, like, ruptured, like, blew out, like, a, like, like a glass that's heated, like a closed container. Uh-huh. When it bursts it, out. When it's open, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we see, Norbert for the first time. We don't know his name yet. We'll get it at the end of the minute. But uh I have a problem. I have a problem. Norbert is described as a dragon. Okay. However, dragons have four limbs, like four legs and wings. But Norbert here in the movie has two legs and he has like claws on his wings that he uses to like crawl around on the table. Okay. Norbert is a wyvern. I think, is it pronounced wyvern? I thought it was wyvern. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's not a dragon. So I, uh, but isn't a, a wyvern, wyvern, a type of dragon? I think that they are considered, like, different species. But, yeah, I would say that they're, like, a subset of dragon. But there is a difference between the two, and it is the number of appendages they have. Dragons have four limbs and uh, and wings. Um, and wyverns just have wyverns, wyverns, wyverns? I think it's wyvern. I like wyvern better. Uh, has back legs and claws on their wings to, like, move around. They're more like... um Makes me think of like the pterodactyls in Jurassic Park three, but or like like uh, like bats. You know how bats have like yeah, like, but it's well, par- attached to the wings. Yeah, um, they're part of the same. Uh, so it's different. So I I I, I checked and I watched the sequence um, with the dragons from Goblet of Fire to see if it was the same thing. And um, in the first part of that sequence. The different contestants, the Triwizard Champions, each have a turn picking, um, 
what their dragon is going to be from the bag Ludo Bagman has. Uh-huh. No, Barty Crouch Sr. Okay. has. And, uh, he pulls, they pull out, um, Fleur Delacour pulls out the common Welsh green. And we do see it crawl around in her hand. And it does have four legs and wings. So the Welsh green is a dragon. And this is a wyvern. Okay. We don't get to see the two different dragons that, 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 um, get pulled by Crum and, uh, Cedric Diggory. Uh-huh. We hear their names. We sort of see, like, the tips of the wings of Cedric's. Um, but we don't actually see the dragon, like, in full. Yeah. And then, uh, Harry pulls the Hungarian Horntail, which is also a wyvern. It has two legs and wings. Okay. So, I don't know. Kind of bothers me a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I just don't know why they chose the design they chose. Um, for, for Norbit. Norbert. Norbert. Norbit? Norbit? That's a very different movie. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> uh, I wrote a little bit about dragons, um, because we get so much of Norbert in this movie, or in this minute. Um, there are ten types of dragons according to, uh, to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Okay. Um, and here they are. There is the Antipodian Opali, which is from New Zealand, the Chinese Fireball, the common Welsh green, the Hebridean black, the Hungarian horntail, the Peruvian viper tooth, the Romanian longhorn, the Swedish short snout, and the Ukrainian iron belly. Oh, and of course the Norwegian widgeback, which I guess I didn't write in my list of ten, but that's the one that, that Norbert is. Uh, in the book, it, the word Rhodesian, oh no, Rhodesian, Norwegian Ridgeback is crossed out, and it says, Baby Norbert. (laughs) Cute. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I actually haven't checked the new editions of Fantastic Beasts that just got printed. Yeah. Um, but I would like to. I wonder how long the audiobook for that is. I know that there's an audiobook that's read by Eddie Redmayne. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, and that's As his character. Mm -hmm. I think I heard about that. I, it's got to be just a couple hours long. Yeah, it couldn't be that long. What about, is it annotated like the last one was? How does he do the annotations? Does he just skip them? Maybe that's a reason to get like the book book because yeah. it'll have like that additional thing in it. Yeah. I don't know if they're still annotated. I would have to look. I think all three I of those so. books are. I like annotated. I think they should be. I think all three of them should. I think, um... The first two because they're school books, and then Tales of Beetle the Bard has notes from Dumbledore. Which is cool. Okay. So we just get like 30 seconds of dragon. Uh, I really like... I really like Norbert a lot. Um, I'm sad that we don't get more of Norbert in this movie. No, this is like pretty much all you get. Yeah, we only get this minute and a little bit of the next one. Um, Hermione's like, is that a dragon? And... Uh, Ron, so proud of himself, is like, it's a Norwegian Ridgeback. Norwegian Ridgebacks are known for being some of the most violent. Like, yeah, well, say, uh, aggressive. Yeah. Um, them and, and Hungarian Horntails. Uh, I think Hungarian Horntails are like the most dangerous, like the number one top, like, the avoid, one. avoid at all costs. Yeah. Don't mess with that. 
Um, which of course is why Harry has to be the one to grab that one in, in the <laughs> Goblet of, of course, Fire. Of course, of uh, course. And it breaks loose, which is terrifying. Uh, in the book, we get a whole chapter of Norbert and he like keeps growing bigger and, uh, he starts destroying stuff inside of Hagrid's house and I think he bites him and, and injures him at one point. Yeah, doesn't he like bite his hand? He needs to like wrap it up or something. Yeah. It's terrible. They're not nice. No. Uh, they're, they're not pets. No, they're not pets. <laughs> they're not pets. So it's like a Hagrid. Like, what are you doing, Hagrid? Like, it, it, sure, it's cool and all. Where are you going to keep this but, thing? But, uh, yeah, it's not going to stay this size. Yeah, you can't hide him in the forest. Right. Yeah. Who are you kidding? I think, um, when I was reading through the section, some of the smallest dragons are still, like, 15 feet long. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and, uh... Oh, that happens in tomorrow's minute. I have uh, some notes about fire breathing for tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if I have a whole lot left for this minute. How do you feel? Oh, well, actually, I guess we can talk about Ron's brother a little bit. This is the second time we've got mention of Charlie in this movie. Um, yeah, he's good at Quidditch. No, did we... That wasn't an actual line in the movie, was it? About Quidditch. Ron mentioned his... Oh, uh... No, McGonagall says it was... Mm-mm. What? That was in the book. I mentioned that because in the book she says that not even... Uh, not even Charlie Weasley could have made that catch. Oh. In reference to, like, the dive that Harry makes. Yeah, but that yeah. doesn't happen in the book. You're right. Um, no, Ron mentioned his brother, Charlie, in Romania because that's where his family went for Christmas vacation. Oh, okay. Yes. Suddenly in my head, I want, like, a Griswold Christmas vacation, but I want it to well, be, like, the all the Weasleys in Romania. Or trying to get to Romania. Trying to get to Romania. <laughs> and hilarity ensues. Yeah. The idea of Arthur Weasley being, like, the Clark Griswold... Yeah. ...is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> But they have so much more, many, they have much more kids yeah. than the Griswolds do. They do. They do. They have a lot of kids. They have. A, they do have a lot of kids. That'd be a fun, I think it'd be fun. I'd watch <laughs> the crap out of it. That, uh, that seems pretty great. Uh, and so now he mentions Charlie here again here, which is, it's, it bums me out that we've got like so much like Charlie reference and we're not going to ever meet Charlie. Yeah. Did we ever, like, fan cast Charlie Weasley? No. Not that I could think of. An older brother as a redhead? Yeah. There's not very many redheaded actors out there. No, no, there's not. You're right. I'm like, I wouldn't even know. Me neither. We'll have to yeah, think about that. Yeah, I have that. no idea. Yeah, I don't know very many redheaded actors. So I'm like, oh, I need to think about that. <laughs> Me too. Okay, we'll talk about that in the future then. Let's uh, save that and, and for I, And Simon episode. Pegg is too old. He has, like, his hair is kind of, like, red-ish. Like, he can pull it off. But uh, I think he's too old. How old was he in 2001? I mean, he's still probably too old to be. Probably still too old. I think, I feel like Charlie's probably, like, early 20s. Yeah. Is Charlie, because is Charlie the oldest? The oldest, oldest? Is, I think. Or is Bill the oldest? I think Bill's the oldest. Okay. <laughs> 
think one of those two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah, of course it's one of those two. Um, I'm sad that we don't get any Charlie. I also really love that uh, Hagrid, um, Hagrid ref- uh, refers to himself as as his mummy. His mummy. Oh, he knows his mummy. Like, why wouldn't you call yourself daddy? Like, you're a man. I don't care. It's so funny. It is hilarious. It's like, okay, Hagrid. Do you think, um, Newt does the same thing? I'm sure. I'm he, sure. He, he's the mom or dad to, to, to his animals. Yeah, absolutely. That Bowtruckle. Oh. That Bowtruckle loves him. <laughs> I love the fact how much that Bowtruckle loves oh, him. He yeah, just does not want to stay with his family. He's me like, too. nope, I want to stay with you. Super cute. So Hagrid, so Hagrid, Hagrid tickles a dragon. Yes. And it, uh, sneezes. He says, nope, that's tomorrow. Oh, okay. But he says, hello, Norbert. You get his name. We do get his name at the very end of this minute. Norbert. Norbert. Norbert, the Norwegian Ridgeback. Alright. Alliteration. Yeah. I had to, like, determinedly say that. But I think that's it. I think that was all my notes. How, how are you feeling? I think we can wrap up. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, um... One tomorrow? Do you have more, no- do you have more, uh... Yeah, do you want more dragon talk? Do you have more dragon talk? We don't get a lot of dragon tomorrow, so... If you have anything, let's, let's oust it here. Talking about dragons? Yeah. Well, I have a dragonology book. Tell me about this dragonology book. You'd you'd be quite impressed with this uh, dragonology book. I probably should have had it out. Are already. you about to go get this right I now? I can go get it. All right, Victoria's gonna go get her dragonology book. You're hilarious. Just you can just edit all this out. You think? Do you think that I ever actually edit things out when I say I'm going to? This is for. Assume all the f- you can assume. This is I can for give you the benefit of a doubt. All the fans to know just how haphazardly we do things around here sometimes. They're like, we don't know what we're doing. Okay, we're not gonna like pretend that we do. Victoria has has gotten the dragonology book. I have a dragonology book. Tell me about this book. Isn't it cool? Who's it by? Does it say? Is there a name? Is it uh, edited by someone or like? Is it written by? Is, it's uh, like put together. Edited by. Douglas A. Steer. So, uh, Dr. Ernest Drake's Dragonology. As if, like, dragons nice. exist, you know. Has really good illustrations. It has, like, these little compartments. Oh, I love stuff like that. Open and take, like, journal entries or pictures out of places and everything. Uh, I got this book, like, oh my gosh, so long ago. It's so old. It's oh, it's got really beautiful illustrations. There's really pretty illustrations in it on evolution of dragons. Um, is there anything about wyverns in it? Of course. Let's yes, argue is. this. To, let's 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 uh, definitively like um <laughs> like right off the bat it has this classification of dragons by habitat. Okay. So um, they have a uh, a, a nucker. I think that's how you pronounce that. K n u c k e r. Uh. And it explains what kind of dragon it is. It has four legs with oh. uh, vestigial wings. And that's a forest dragon. Okay. As so is a marsupial dragon, which has four legs 
wings in a pouch. Interesting. Like a uh, kangaroo. Um, mountain dragons or the European dragon, which are, looks like the most stereotypical. Four legs, uh-huh. full wings, usually very dark coloration. Sure. Um, this other one's called Asian lung, which is kind of weird. Four legs, no wings, but has a mane. So it's oh. those dragons that you see like in Asian culture. Sure. That are, that look like very lion headed. Yeah. Um, some, oh. uh, Tibetan dragons. Four legs, no wings, a very serpent like. Uh, the Chinese fireball, uh, I believe is like that. Um, I was looking at this earlier today. Wyvern is listed as a desert savanna dragon, and it does say two legs with, uh, a full, you know, full wings. The Chinese fireball is also known as a lion dragon. It's scarlet and smooth-scaled, with fringe of golden spikes around its snub-snouted face and extremely protuberant eyes. Its name is derived from the shape of the mushroom-shaped flame that comes out of its nostrils when angered, along with the large mushroom-shaped flame it suits from its mouth. Um, it's aggressive, but unlike other dragons, is more tolerant of its own kind. It will sometimes cons- share- consent to share its territory. The uh, pictures of it, it doesn't have, they don't have wings. Which I think is cool. Let me find the wyvern. Here we go. Wyvern. Unlike most other dragons, the wyvern has only two legs. See? However, being the largest form of dragon, it finds these perfectly sufficient for carrying off its elephant prey. Wow, elephant. Yeah. How? Um, So it can carry off an elephant. That's amazing. Elephants weigh a lot. Lair or nest... A rocky crag, or occasionally a circular nest in an area of sand dunes or grass. 50 feet, they can go to 50 feet long, 18 to 20 feet high. Colorations go from muddy brown to a lime green. They use their teeth and claws and tail to attack from great heights. And they mostly eat elephants, hippos, rhinos, or other large herbivores. Um, is Romania big enough to, like, be a reservation for, like, a bunch of dragons? It's like an Eastern European country. Right. What's funny about this book is they have, like, these fake swatches, like, this is what the skin would feel like of this dragon. Or what the scales would look like. That's fascinating. So it has different little... I like that. ...pieces of that... So that's all it says about the wyvern. That's fun. And it shows like how um the fire is created inside of them. Mm. Uh and how the anatomy of that works of their muscle structure, skeletal structure for uh dragons. That's really interesting. Um like, it's like as if it's a I real I think history book. a lot of I think a lot of dragon lore comes from um People trying to explain dinosaur bones. Right? No, that makes sense. They have this cool little thing where it shows you what it looks like inside the egg. Oh. How it grows in the egg. Victoria, this book is really cool. You should share some pictures to the group when we talk about this movie. You'll, you'll have to remind me, because you'll know I'll forget. Yeah. I might, too. Remind us, guys. <laughs> Those of you who are on our Facebook group, Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army, uh, know that we like to share stuff there whenever we... uh 
whenever we discuss things in the minute that, uh, that have like a visual component because we know you can't like see the things we're talking about, you yeah. know? This book is really cool. I want to flip through it. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I've had it for a while. It has, it's definitely structured and written as if it's written by people who actually studied dragons. I like that and a made lot. journals about them and, you know, that, all that kind of thing. Like working in taming dragons, flying dragons, uh, dragon dust. Dragon dust. Yes. There's like a little pouch of dragon dust in here. Dra- they show you, um, you know, the uses for the different dragon parts, like dragon teeth, scales, uh, uh, makes me that reminds me of this book. There's a there's a fantasy series called A Natural History of Dragons by okay. Marie Brennan, and it's about this woman, Lady Trent, um, who was the wor- like a wor- the world's preeminent dragon naturalist, and uh, and the book is basically like her memoirs of studying dragons. Uh, this company. That made this dragonology book. They were really popular. Let me see if I find a date on it. Uh, 2003. So, so in that, around that time, 2003, 2004, 5, around, they made a lot of these. Uh, they made dragonology. There was a demonology one. There was, uh, um, oh. an Egyptology, uh, several different ones. But the dragonology was definitely like, the oh most. my gosh, they're by, they were published by Templar Publishing in the United Kingdom and Candlewick Press. In the U.S. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Little small publishers. Cool. That's fun. I like that. I'll have to show... I'll share some screenshots of uh, some of the stuff in yeah. here. You'll, you'll you guys... go through it and you'll tell me like what some good stuff I should, I should yeah. share. Yeah. Those of you guys who are interested in that should check out uh, our group on Facebook, Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army. We have a lot of really great discussion with our listeners on there, and we like to share things to the page to uh, kind of foster some of that discussion. So uh, if you check that out, you will see these these posts as well as um, a lot of other fun stuff. So go over there. And uh, you can join us tomorrow for minute 102 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mischief managed. No? Mischief managed? Mischief managed. Okay.